Jard is sponsored by Five the Gamer, so for all of your headset needs, go to fivethegamer.com and use discount code JARD20 at checkout to receive 10% off your next order. Jard is also partnered with Xtiffy, so for all of your GTA resources, go check out xtiffy.com. That's x-t-i-f-f-i.com. We do have our own website, complete with a full episode catalog, merch, and more information about each of our cast members, so you can find that at jarredpodcast.com. We are also on Patreon, so to become a patron, go to patreon.com slash jarredpodcast. Fuck you. <laughs> All right, yeah, I'm in. You. That yeah, was I'm epic. <laughs> that was so good. Ryan's mad at me. <laughs> <laughs> He's pouting. Ryan, are you going to cry? (laughs) 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 You had that, all that fucking build up. Had me on the edge of my seat, doggy looking confused. Don't think Amber really knew what the fuck was going on. (laughs) I had an idea. Fuck's sake. Was that, was that the whole, was was that the whole skit? There was nothing else Mm -hmm. added on to that? Because you've still got me nervous now. (laughs) No, that was it. Right. Thank you. What have you got a guilty conscience about, Ryan? Right? Why did you throw me under the bus, there, Dougie? Why did you throw me under the bus? Why'd you do that? I haven't done anything. Hi, everybody. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Jard. Hi. Hi. We just tricked Ryan into thinking that we brought him here for an intervention. Yeah. And he fell for it. I thought that that's what all the commotion is at the beginning. Me just going, fuck you. I thought there was something <laughs> going on, like I'd done something. And next thing you know, Jess is just like, all right, record. What? <laughs> so Hollywood. Hollywood, if you're looking for your next big actress, look no further. <laughs> I got what you need. Baby, you. I won't. I won't. Don't. I'll just stop. Amber, we need to have an intervention. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan's like, oh, at least it's not yeah, me, motherfucker. The attention's gone off me now. <laughs> Gotta uh. stop singing at random, Amber. No one gets it, ever. No, I didn't get the song you sung last week, either. <laughs> we don't expect you to ever get anything pop oh, culture. Oh, you know ever, what? So. Uh, real. You guys, have, you guys have fun. You guys have fun. Yeah, I'll catch you later. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> My God. So how is everybody? Yeah. Fuck. I'm groovy, baby. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> I I had a I had a terrible dream earlier this week. I literally woke up about to cry. I had a dream that I had triplets. Whoa. But it was it was like I didn't, somehow, 
did not know I was pregnant. You know, I never How? understood. That makes sense. Did you ever watch that show, I Didn't Know yes. I Was Pregnant? I never understood yes. those bitches. Yeah, I never got that either. either. I, I never watched them, but seeing the trailers, and like, I don't know, I think, like, huh? I, it was terrible. Makes no sense. I knew I well, was I mean, pregnant. The, I I know there really? are like a lot of factors where it's like you know people have like irregular cycles and there's birth control that messes up your stuff and yada yada yada. But still, come on, what? How does that happen? I maybe because yeah. maybe because I just had like I love my son, um, the pregnancy from hell. <laughs> but. I threw up every fucking day after almost every fucking meal. I, mm. Yeah, it was terrible. And then we were in this awkward situation. Because Charles was there too, obviously. So he's like, we're just like, what are we supposed to do with this? <laughs> this holding three. <laughs> what What do we do here? Like... <laughs> what, what, what do we do? What the fuck do we do? And the whole dream, I remember thinking... Now both sets of my parents are gonna be like, "We told you you'd change your mind." <laughs> <laughs> Fuck's sake! It was terrible, literally a night terror. Mm. My cousin has but, twins, and they're just now in like the walking and running phase. It's cool when there's one. It's challenging when there's two. I imagine I would want to put a bullet in my head if it were three at once. Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh. That's a lot of kids at the same age doing the same reckless thing at the same time. I'm just saying. Yeah. Well, Well. me, me and my two sisters are all born three years in a row. Oh! oh. And my... Second eldest sister and I are the same age for a week. Wow. Your mom was kind of freaky. You mm. <laughs> own it. <laughs> <laughs> she said, shoot this kid out, shove another one right back in me, Daddy. <laughs> Ew. 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 What the fuck? Sometimes it'd be like that anyway. with people. Uh, I think that was more my dad than my mum. <laughs> <laughs> Moving past Amber's comment. <laughs> as much of a nightmare as it was, I, I woke up, you know, obviously upset. But then I remember for the longest time, there's when it comes to dream interpretation, I've always heard and it's always it's always been true with me, too. When you have a dream that a baby is born. It doesn't matter, you know, someone you know, yourself, whatever. It could indicate that in your real life, someone will die. Mm -hmm. And vice versa. If someone dies in a dream, then someone in real life is probably about to find out they're pregnant or have a baby. Mm -hmm. And that's that's always been true for, for me personally. I remember one of the most vivid times that happened was that I dreamed that I had a baby, and then three days later, my granddad died. And so now I'm like... I had a dream I had triplets. Uh, does that mean that three people are going to die? <laughs> that I know? Like, what does this mean? Fuck, it's going to be me, you, and Hannah later. 
Oh god. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. Oh, that yeah, last word directly best. after <laughs> directly after this episode, me and Amber and our friend Hannah and our husbands are going ghost hunting for Amber's last episode. So this might be the last time you ever hear from him, me and Amber. I'm going to have my ID in my pocket just in case they need to identify my remains that way. With those titties, they don't need your ID, Amber. Yeah, yeah, I can easily, <laughs> easily, easily identify. Those titties are your T I D. Have her on the stretcher in the morgue. Person comes in and identified. Don't even have to pull the sheet back. Yeah, that's Amber. Yeah, <laughs> big that, lump. That, yeah, that's <laughs> <laughs> Maybe like I I know bodies bloat post mortem, but you guys, have you guys seen these tits? <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh my god, we're getting kind of fucking dark here, guys. We are getting kind of fucking dark. <laughs> Dark and so horny, I'll they go do not go Ryan. together. They yeah, death don't. and horny don't go together. No. For Usually some that's called necrophilia. Yeah, well, there's some other, yeah. yeah. <laughs> there are just some things that we aren't going to endorse, uh, is yes. all we're saying. <laughs> yeah, yes. <laughs> anyway. I did, yeah, I, I had a dream so, um, during the week that uh, I hated this one. I've, I think I've had it like, two times in my lifetime, and I hate them every time, that I'm losing my teeth. The fucking worst. Okay. I feel like there's a meaning to that. There is. I feel like I've heard there about is. someone having. And it, depending on how you lose, you lose the teeth in the dream, is depending on. It depends on the meaning. And I forgot what my one was in particular, but basically, you can either have one where that just one falls out every now and again, or they turn to dust, or they're very brittle. So all I have to do is like rub them against each other. And mine literally just crumbled within my mouth. And oh. I remember waking up and my I actually felt like my mouth was numb. It was horrible because I'm super sensitive about my teeth and mouth anyway. So that just really put me on edge. I think it was something to do with like I have to do. It was like I was anxious for some sort of public speaking or something like that. And it's like, well, I'm not going anywhere. I'm in a lockdown. And I ain't got no public speaking to do. I'm good. <laughs> okay. When did you have that dream? Huh? I was I was just going to say I just did it. I just did a quick little Google. Uh, according to recent studies in dream interpretation, dreaming about losing your teeth is an indicator of anxiety and possibly depressive states. Ryan, is there anything that you would like to talk about? Nothing I'm aware of. this up after <laughs> we record? You, when did you have that dream? Uh, about a week or two ago. I thought you said it was this week. In my opinion. All the days are blowing into one, so I'm really struggling to keep. I'm generally keeping up, struggling to keep up with time frames. Um, but it, it was, but it, but it was recent. It was recent. I know that much. Was it before your big date? Yeah. yeah it could have been that. Um, I didn't even go to medical school. <laughs> <laughs> that would that that would be yeah. Uh. Which I, I only have one reoccurring dream that scares the ever living fuck out of me, and I, I've of course talked about it with my therapist. It's always that my house is on fire. Um, it always starts like the fire for whatever reason always starts in my son's room, which of course is a really fucking scary thing, and mm -hmm. I, 
I probably wouldn't doubt one day him getting into playing with fire because he gets into everything fucking else. So <laughs> it's a legitimate fear of mine, but it's always a fire that starts at my son's room and just starts encompass encompassing the whole house. I always come out of the fire fine and it's everyone else around me that perishes. So I'm just by my lonesome and I don't know if it has to deal with my PTSD or my certain panic disorder, but it it's always, it feels so vivid. And that's when all of my panic attacks tend to happen the most is after I'm waking up for the, from this particular dream, because I swear to you, I can smell the smoke. So I wake up and I'm convinced that my house is on fire and it takes a while for me to come down from like back to reality. And I d- can't really realize that I'm, Awake. I can imagine that so, would take you a while, bloody hell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some of them get pretty wild, and when sleep paralysis comes into play, oh, oh buddy. Oh, fuck, yeah. <laughs> I used to suffer from that a lot when I was a, when I was a teenager, like a young, younger teenager. I haven't had it, had it since, but fuck, that is something else, that is. Yeah, so dreams can um, be spooky. spooky. <laughs> well, it's kind of like... We, I, I do have a bit, a, a little story about dreams, and then we'll just, I don't know, what, if Dougie has something to contribute, and, and you know, whatever, unless <laughs> he doesn't, really. we'll move on. I was but, commander um, of a spaceship fighting aliens. Oh, cool, dope. <laughs> That's pretty awesome. That. <laughs> I mean, yeah. um, <laughs> was that last night? I've never, I've never <laughs> dealt with the sleep paralysis thing. I've no, that's never, I've never, that's never happened to me. But I have had night terrors since I was very young. I think probably it had something to do with a lot of my childhood trauma because we're not going to talk about that, but there's a lot. Uh, but yeah, night terrors from the time I was at least six or seven years old. Like I would just, I wouldn't even really wake up. Like sometimes my mom, I would just start screaming in my sleep, just screaming or crying mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. without even being awake. And it would just scare the shit out of my mom. And I, I won't get into the whole thing with my ex. There's a whole thing. You guys know, but I'm not going to. Yeah. yeah. But once we split and then me and Charles moved in together, um, my ex started stalking me. That's, that's how he even knew where to send the divorce papers because he had stalked me. Like physically, not, you know, finding my address online. Like he physically stalked me and drove past my house many 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 times but it created this sense of I guess of terror in me for him to know where I lived and to have seen before what he was capable of um I, I couldn't put anything past him so in our old house I used to have this recurring nightmare it was always the same thing I would I would dream that I was waking up in the middle of the night in our bedroom with Charles in bed next to me and I would see a shadow in our bedroom door like a sil- like a dark silhouette there was there weren't any features or anything like that it was just black it was just a silhouette standing in our bedroom door but it was his shape my ex Yikes. and it just like every time and sometimes it was just him standing there other times he had some sort of weapon and he would just stand there. Yeah. But this happened to me several... And we lived in that house for six and a half years. 
and he started stalking me about two months after we moved in. So this whole time that we lived in that house, I had these dreams or these nightmares constantly, the same recurring nightmare, waking up in the middle of the night and he's standing in my bedroom door. And then finally, when we moved into this house, I, I'm probably speaking it into existence, but one of the first nights that we stayed here after we bought the house, I had this dream. I woke up in the middle of the night again, but we were in this house. So it was me and Charles in our new bedroom asleep. And I, I just remember I was dreaming that I woke up to Charles. He was like facing me and he was like, shh, he's here. And I was like, like I knew who he was talking. I wasn't like, what, who, who are you talking about? I knew who he was talking about. Mm. And he was like, don't say anything. He's here. And I'm like, oh shit. And so I get up. And I see his shadow moving down the hallway towards our bedroom. And then Charles gets up out of bed and grabs, from under the bed, he grabbed like a hammer. I don't know why there was a hammer under our bed. <laughs> just, <laughs> I don't, it may have just been, it may have just been indicative of the random shit we had strewn about whenever we first moved in. I don't know. But he pulled a hammer out from under the bed and he stood next to the bedroom door and I, I watched as the shadow was moving down the hallway towards our bedroom. And right as it got to the bedroom door, Charles just cracked him in the head. And he, it was my ex, obviously. And he, at first, he doubled over, like he was taken off guard. And then when he stood back up, Charles cracked him in the head with a hammer again and killed him. And I have not had a nightmare about that motherfucker since then. Go Charles. And it's been almost a year since we moved in. Go Charles. So I, I'm a little, sometimes when it comes to dream interpretation, I can be reluctant to believe. I mean, I fully believe the birth-death thing, but a lot of the other stuff I am, you know, hesitant to believe yeah. that a lot of it means something. But I've not had a nightmare about it since then, and I'm hoping that that signified that with us getting the new house, it was the death of those nightmares, hopefully. Because he didn't, he didn't know where we live now. Knock on wood. Yeah. Yikes. There's my nightmare story. <laughs> mm. So yeah. I mean, I've had some dreams. I don't know. I can't remember the dreams themselves, but that like trying to shout at, or call out to someone or something mm. like that, and it, it just you're like mute. Nothing's. Yeah. Yeah. Well. Yeah. I, it's just a croak sort of thing. Just yeah, nothing there. Yeah. Had no. Any had that a few times, but I can't remember what I was dreaming about. No, any, any any night terror I've had, sleep paralysis has been involved, and, like, I, I wake up and I'm confused and I don't know what's going on, so I start, you know, the crying and I'm in a panic attack, and the last one that happened, Alan could tell, like, as I was sleeping that something was wrong and that I was, you know, having a night terror, and, like, he, t he was touching me, trying to, like, he was trying to gently wake me up. And be sweet and let me know that, hey, you're just having a nightmare. It's okay. You can go back to sleep. I don't remember exactly what was happening in the dream, but he touched me and I felt danger. I immediately hit him. I did not mean to. I apologize profusely afterwards. I've never done that before. But it's it scared the shit out of me that I was just, <laughs> I was just, like, I didn't. Like, I couldn't discern from my dream for reality. So, in my mind, I was being attacked and I was in danger. I was trying to fight back. Yeah. I get that. 
Anytime I had my... Charles kicked me in his sleep once. <laughs> that fucker. Anytime I had... Uh... He, was, he said he had a dream he was in a fight. <laughs> Just decided to kick you. <laughs> Anytime I had my, my sleep paralysis, like nothing external was happening like no other I wasn't having like a nightmare or, or a terror or anything like that I just remember I would I would just wake up early hours in the morning um, and I would just I would be stiff as a board and my eyes would be wide open I'd be stiff as a board and again kind of like have you just said to you, I would try to I would try to like shout out call it out, but again nothing was happening but I, I generally was awake I remember specifically being awake because I was like shit 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 I, I, I can't move and it is just but what I wouldn't have minded if I was having some sort of nightmare or a dream to combat with it as well. But no, the fact that I was just laying there stiff as a board, like, just like, help. <laughs> you know, that's what just made it even more terrifying because the fact that just, I didn't know if it was ever going to end. And it's just, it is, it's just horrible. But I think the last one I had was, I mean, how old am I now? 25. Oh, I must have been, oh, wow, 10, 11, something like that. Yeah, freaky as. <clears throat> Long story short, night terror suck, sleep paralysis suck. Welcome to PSD every PTSD everybody. Sleep sucks. <laughs> so anyway, this episode is actually about dreams and nightmares. I'm just kidding. Ryan, go ahead. <laughs> what am I holding in my hand? I love when we You told us. I, I, I do too. You told us you, yours was very short. It so. is well, relatively short, yes. And I, you'll soon discover as to why. Um, but, before I, but before I do, um, if you guys just want to just open up the jar... Uh, group chat. I'm just going to send you my transcript real quick, just for what I've got in front of me. Don't worry, viewers. I will hold up my my paper version so you can see as well. If you're if you're on YouTube, Spotify listeners, um, sorry, but you aren't going to get any visual uh, visuals for that one. What the fuck is that? Wingdings. I wrote I wrote up all my notes. Okay. The fuck. <laughs> I wrote up all my notes, right? In English. <laughs> I sent it to the printer. And this, viewers, for YouTube, is what printed off. Mandarin. <laughs> okay, I was actually I was actually listening to a podcast just a couple of days ago, and they were talking about how to buy extra time on, like, a university assignment or paper. And the trick is that you, you just type out a bunch of random symbols using wingdings mm -hmm. or, like, one of those random, like, imagery fonts and then send it in yeah. as your paper. Yeah. And then when the professor says something, you're like, oh, really? It must The file must have been corrupted. Here, let me resend it. And then you, you know, yeah. you have extra time. I feel like that's probably what you did here. Well, no, he's <laughs> because you've been studying the wrong urban legend. <laughs> you're like, guys, guys, sorry, these are my notes. They actually are, but... Yeah, no, I did. I, <laughs> yeah, on. a lot of my research, as you guys know, I, I spent so much time because I... I fully do believe in this one that I've actually committed my time to. So I'm very proud of the notes I have got. Ooh. But when I was doing some of my actual research, when looking into photo evidence of it, I was like, that's really compelling. Like, yeah, I'm going to use that. And then I checked the sources and, and, and the actual titles of everything. And half of the title was correct. And the, the last section was not. And I was actually looking into something other than, than what I'm going to be doing. But yeah, no, it was just interesting how... My notes first printed off in Mandarin before it, the second attempt come through in English. So yeah, um, 
That's just such a Ryan way to start everything off. Yeah. <laughs> In a completely different language. Considering I can't even speak my own. So, I was about to say I love you. I do not for a second believe that you can speak a second language. No. <laughs> Definitely not. What I do is just called my own one. That's <laughs> not a language. <laughs> it is in my mind. Okay, so uh, my urban legend is it's not exactly close to home or local, but it's local in the sense that I've touched on the same area uh, in season three. My This urban legend is just an hour and a half drive away from Stonehenge which I didn't discover Ooh. until the end of uh, my research here. So I thought, oh, that's a nice little tidbit right there. Um, I am going to be doing the Ghost of the Grey Lady of Longleat House. Now, those uh, who live in the UK probably heard, like who are my age, probably heard of Longleat from a TV show on the BBC years ago, as it is a massive safari park. And I, I have got more on that later on. But... Just a bit of brief history about Longleat House itself. Uh, it rates as one of the finest examples of Elizabethan architecture in Britain. The stately home sits proudly in more than a thousand acres of parkland. Uh, not only that, but the estate also includes 4,000 acres of farmland and 4,000 acres of forest land, making it one of the largest privately owned houses in the UK most of which was landscaped by Lancelot Brown in the 1700s. So I'm going back, and I'm going back even further of that with some of these years as well. Uh, the estate was originally the site of... Oh, God, words that I don't like. Uh, the estate was originally the site of medieval Augustine prior until King Henry VIII fell out with the Roman Catholics and had the monasteries and priors and anything else that hinted of having monkish, monkish connections Dissolved. Ugh. God, why did I have to choose stuff with bloody long big words? During the Reformation, the Longley Estate was purchased by Sir John Tyne in 1541 for the priceless sum of £53. Right? So consider all that land, right? £53 in 1541, which as of 2020, I worked out £53 is the equivalent of £46,000. However, as still of 20, pretty cheap. it's still pretty cheap, but that's because it's haunted. But <laughs> as of 2017, so just three years before, Longleat House was roughly estimated at, at 160 million pounds. So the house is worth 160 million, but 53 pounds is the equivalent of 46,000 today, which doesn't sound right. But, but according to my research in the calculators, apparently it is. So if somebody wants to correct me on that one, please do, because I've spent ages just on that little bit alone. Um, so there was two houses originally on, on the land. The first house was destroyed by a fire in 1567. The second house, which is still there today, um, remains largely unchanged to this day, was finished in 1580, uh, shortly before Sir John Thine's death, having taken 13 years to complete. The Tyne dynasty has been the sole ownership of Longleat House for 470 years. The current seat was occupied by Alexandra Tyne, the seventh Marquess of Bath. However, Alexandra Tyne, uh, the seventh Marquess of Bath, unfortunately died in April 2020 after contracting COVID-19 and died in Royal United Hospital in Bath last year. 
a mm. motherfucker getting everywhere. Longley. It's now leaked its way into history books. Yep, literally. Because this uh, Longley House, if, for those of you who don't know, it is literally. Well, actually, it just goes into this next little bit here, right here, actually, so hang on. Longley has become one of Britain's most visited attractions and its safari park, as it's a world first outside of Africa when it opened in April 1966, and it effectively rewrote the book on how animals should be kept in captivity. Now, I've been, and it is absolutely amazing. I went when I was a teenager with... Um, with my grandparents and it is absolutely astonishing as soon as you get there the land is just so vast and massive it's stunning uh, the house is pretty much smack bang in the centre and you've just got all this wildlife all these safari animals just everywhere it is fantastic um, so that's the history on the house anyway so I'm going back years with this one so getting on to the grey lady um, why is she called the grey lady? She dresses I'm going to assume it's because she's grey. She dresses, she dresses in grey. However, for anyone who wants to fact check me on this and say, no, you've got it wrong, she's called the Green Lady. Yes, there are two variants of this urban legend. Some people call her the Green Lady, some people call her the Grey Lady. Don't worry, guys. The stories, the origin stories are exactly the same. I Hold on. If you're talking about Amber's shirt, this <laughs> I was about to say. I didn't put I two and two together. Struggle. I didn't put this two and two together. Fucking green shirt. It's a fucking grey shirt. <laughs> it's fucking green. It's grey. So, so people uh, in her defense, people who videoed it, in her see her as a grey lady. The people who have seen her in person see her as a see green lady. I was going to say, in her defense, in person, it, it is very, very dark green. But when I first saw when she at, when she mentioned it earlier, I was like, that's not green. Like, when you just glance at it, yeah. like, first glance. And no, it does not look green. Yeah. But it, it, it is green. And also, speaking of attire, Ryan, are you wearing jeans? I am wearing jeans, yes. Oh. Why? That's weird. Why? I, th I think this is seeing you in jeans. Yeah, I think this all. is the second time ever I've seen you in jeans. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Give us a show. <laughs> okay, Foxy. <laughs> <laughs> well, I didn't think it was right to wear a shirt with tracky bottoms. I don't think that was right. So just I went for the jeans. Okay. Um. So yeah, no. So if anybody wants to complain saying I've, I'm calling it the Grey Lady, no, it's actually the Green Lady. No, the, the origin stories and this story that I've got. They are literally identical. If you want to call it the Green Lady, just every time I say the word grey, change it to green for your own preference. Yeah, you fucking snowflakes. <laughs> <laughs> well, literally, I come across this article and everybody was complaining. <laughs> everybody was complaining of whether it should be grey or green. And it's like, just use your fucking eyes and work out for yourself. It's like the the blue and black and white and gold oh dress. Oh, my God. Oh. Yeah, when that literally like that. Literally, that's what it is. Okay, so kind of got a little bit of a short story. A little bit of a short story as to how the origin has come around and where the story comes from. And then I've got a, a, a section on evidence and sightings as well. So I'm hoping I do this story some justice. Um, but this is me that you're listening to and it's me talking. So expect a lot of fuck ups. Okay. I would have so, read the short story for you. Yeah. I just there you go. <laughs> Before you start, can I ask a question about it? it? 
Was the gray lady, was there any correlation between this, this manor and the whole haunting of Bly Manor show? If you, if you quote, if you quote that little... It was just, I just had to ask, because it was <laughs> okay, um, I, perfectly I, splendid. I found no correlation between the two. However... Look how happy Jess is with herself. <laughs> she, looks so, she looks so smug, I can feel it and I hate it. Uh, there is no, there's no, I'm just, there, generally there's no, I've not found any correlation between the two. However, obviously the grey lady term is obviously like from the Haunting of Blind Manor. Is, is it the grey lady of the lake? Is it, is that what it, or is it lady of the lake? I don't remember, I don't remember what she was I, called, but I just remember the, the lake girl. Yeah, okay. I, think, I don't know if that was grey lady of the lake or just lady of the lake. Um, but they're both manor houses, so I didn't find any correlation between the two. Amber just vanished. <laughs> <laughs> we scared her off already. What the? F if Amber would come back right now, it would be perfectly splendid. Oh my! God. Look, look! I had to blow my nose. It was an emergency. Just I'm do over what here I, just, struggling to breathe. Just do what I do. Just blow, play the trombone every time. Right. <sighs> so, who is the Grey Lady? She is Lady Louisa Corret who married the second Viscount of Weymouth, Thomas Tyne. So that's, again, that's the Tyne family who have owned it for 470 years. Uh, yeah, she married him in 1733. Now he, Thomas Tyne, allowed um, Lady Louisa to bring her own serving staff to Longleat Hall as part of their wedding arrangements. One of her entourage was a young footman whose adoration to his lady seemed to go, seemed to go beyond of what was expected of his post. At least that's how it appeared to a few of Longleat's household staff. Lady Louisa described him as being a loyal and true servant. The other household staff grew jealous of what seemed to be favouritism by Lady Louisa towards this young man, and rumours and suspicions grew as to the likelihood of there being extramarital liaisons between the two. These rumours, however, were quite untrue, as it turned out, but in an act of jealousy and cruelty, the staff told Thomas that his wife was having an affair with the young footman. Thomas, well known for his quick temper, confronted the fellow at his earliest opportunity in a passageway outside the old library on the first floor besides the spiral staircase. It just also goes to note that the, uh, the library that's there, just to put it into perspective of the size, hosts 40,000 books and is also apparently haunted by... Uh, what was his name? Sir John Brooke? I think it is. Uh, but he's not the most infamous uh, sighting there, anyway. Um, so, yes, yeah, so Thomas Stein confronted the, confronted the footman by the spiral staircase. An altercation took place whereby Thomas accused the footman of indesecrations towards his wife, which he flatly denied, and in a fit of rage, Thomas lost his temper and pushed the footman down the stairs, breaking his neck in the fall. Could kind of see that. Okay, baby, going. real quick, Go real quick. Do you mean? Were you going for indiscretion? Yeah. That's the fucking word. That's the one. Oh my god! <laughs> this man said indesecration. Told you I was going to get something wrong along the way, didn't I? Uh, okay, fuck. so he, he he pushes old dude. Old dude falls and breaks his neck. No, 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 no. no. Thomas Lyon, the 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 old dude pushes the footman down the stairs. Yeah, that's what I'm. Oh, whatever. Yes. Okay. 
The footman was the young one. The Thomas Lyme was, 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 was the old dude. So, yeah, so the footman's fallen and broke his neck. Um, so Thomas, fearful of being implicated in his murder, quickly had the body buried of the footman in the cellar and made up a story for Lady Louisa that the footman had left without word. She, however, did not believe him, fully aware of his distrust for her servant. She suspected her husband had imprisoned the footman somewhere inside the enormous house. She spent many days and nights frantically searching every room. The rooms that were locked she demanded to be opened, and her search, however, proved fruitless, for she never found him. In one of her nightly searches in the bitter cold, she caught a chill, which developed into pneumonia. Lady Louisa, Lady Louisa, much weakened and distressed by her husband's deceit, succumbed to her illness during childbirth and died in 1736 at the age of 22. She had been married just for three years. After his wife's death, after his wife's death, Thomas moved from Longleat to a, to live in a village <laughs> of Horningsham. <laughs> I fucking love when I found that out. Bonk. <laughs> <laughs> There's a village in the UK. Jared's moving there. There's a, there's a village in the UK called Horningsham. I was so happy when I found that out. Bunksville. <laughs> Bunksville. <laughs> you there get were, a bat. You get a bat. You get a bat. <laughs> there were those at the time who spoke of reasonings for his leaving, as he be- he believed of he lived in mortal dread of encountering Lady Louisa as she walked the passageway after nightfall. That's the story of Lady Louisa's how she's come around. So she was um, apparently having an affair with her footman, which was not true. Apparently she's both denied it and so did the footman. And there is, there's more evidence as the fact that this is tr- um, that the origin of this is actually true due to, the, due to further evidence, which I'll get into in a minute. Um, actually, tell me, let me get right into it now. Actually, yeah, it's the first one. So, how do people know that it's, you know, how have people seen the Grey Lady? Well, shortly after her death, after after giving um, birth to... And somebody did ask me as well when I was doing my research. It's like, well, hang on a minute. What about... Whose was the child? Obviously, is she given, is she given birth to the footman or or to, or to Thomas Stein? No, the, the, the child's was Thomas Stein because, obviously, back when the footman was killed, that was three years prior, so it, it, it couldn't have been his... Um, so shortly after her death, reports from staff claimed they had seen Lady Louisa prowl- prowling the passageway where the incident has taken place by the spiral staircase, later to be called the Grey Lady's Walk, as they had seen her dressed in grey. Uh, even today, she is heard banging on the doors in a desperate and endless search to locate the whereabouts of her footman. She was a beautiful woman in life, and it is said by those who claim to have seen her that she retains her beauty even in death. The Grey Lady is the most frequently seen of Longleat's ghosts. Even the seventh Marquess of Bath, even the late seventh Marquess of Bath, claims he has seen her on occasions, as her portrait hangs in the lower dining room. Uh, and this portrait is incredible. It is it is huge. I mean, the from floor to ceiling in Longleat Hall, it's thirty five feet just in itself. So, Ooh. and this portrait covers majority of that. It is it is incredible. That's goals, honestly, for real. Literally, for real. It is is awesome. So, evidence to back the footman's death up even further. Okay, because some people are like, oh, no, it's just one of these old folk tales and whatever. (laughs) Nuh-uh. 
Evidence to back up the death of the footman and subsequent ghost story are even further endorsed when central heating was being installed in 1903. It had been necessary to lower the floors in the cellar to accommodate the boiler and pipes. Whilst digging up the flagstone, builders discovered the skeletal remains of a male wearing what appeared to be the remains of jack boots and fragments of a uniform of a footman of that period. To avoid any scandal, the bones were collected and quietly buried in a local churchyard. Ironically, as it turned out, they were buried only, only, only a few feet away from where the second Viscount, Thomas Tyne, is buried. Karma is a bitch. You kill a guy and he gets buried two stones away from you. So that is the evidence as to as the story pretty much being true. They're finding the remains of of the footman that he killed and this goes and I'm going to move on to the evidence of what I thought I had photo proof of the grey lady the photo I had was literally gold it really was until I read it was an entirely different location (laughs) there have been multiple sightings of grey ladies at a lot of different manor homes and estates around the UK There, there there has been a lot um, but yeah, so she got like a gray lady posse, uh, something like that, <laughs> something like that. Um, so I, so I can't show you because um, the other photo proof that did come forward of the gray lady at Longley House, literally, I couldn't even see it. It made a magazine article. I tried looking through the photo. I, I couldn't make heads or tails of what I was looking at. So I wasn't going to show you on the basis of the fact that. I wouldn't be able to point out what we're meant to be looking at because you, I, I honestly, I can tell you now, you guys wouldn't have seen it either. Um, but obviously, there has been a lot of encounters when people go because it is a tourist attraction. People can go to Longley House. Um, people, you can ha- host your weddings there. You can have dinner parties there. You can go out just for the tours. Um, people have reported seeing, you know, um, shadowy figures, things moving. People have reported seeing orbs. I do feel the need to point out as well that. Longley House do endorse the fact that they believe it's haunted and they do host ghost tours in the evenings, okay? Mm. Um, They do play into it by one section of the house. They do have a display of sorts where um, somebody put a video up on YouTube going, I saw the Grey Lady of Longley House and it's literally a video of the display they put on. It's a hologram of a shadow walking down the stairs and then walking down the corridor. The sound effects are really cheesy so you know it's not legit. Um, so they do play into it, which kind of, in my mind, manipulates um, whoever's there into believing something that, that that's not because they've already got that spoopy vibe going on. I already believe in the paranormal anyway, so I'm all down for this one straight off the bat. Um, regardless of whether people believe it is or not, I'm, I'm all there for it. But yeah, um, people have re- reported seeing a lot of orbs in there. Um, and yeah, it, 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 it has got other um, other hauntings at the location as well. Like I said, there's the one who haunts the, the library. I, I can't... Excuse me, I can't remember the name exactly. And there is... There is a... I think there was another report of a of a maid, I think, who wanders, uh, wanders around the cellar area. But I, I, again, I may be misquoting on that one. But literally, I just put all my research into this because as, as she is... The Grey Lady is the most infamous... Uh, the most infamous one. Um, I'll go ahead and state my sources as well. Now that I've got to the end, um, hauntedwiltshireblogpost.com and hauntedevon.co.uk as well. They're my only two sources. Um, 
Is that where I got the story and the evidence from? So yeah, do with the rest of what you will. If anybody who's listening has been from the UK who have been to Longleat and you, you have seen something, please let me know. I only went into the house briefly for the gift shop. I was I was a I was a tiny I was a tiny kid, okay? I went in that bit only. I haven't been since, I haven't been in front of those, but I would love to go now that I've read more into this. Um just to try and experience something myself. Because um, I'm Go just do the night tour. Yeah, I would love, I would love to do that. Anything to do with the paranormal, I'm just, I'm, I'm all over it. I, I, I really am. There's just something about those British paranormal shits. <laughs> those just hit different. I, don't, I don't know. Well, what, you... I mean, we have a lot of spooky shit here, but right. just something about like the British ones are just like. They seem so much spookier. I think because there is so much media about things like, like I mentioned earlier with Bly Manor. There's yeah. so much, there's so many shows and movies with that kind of premise about, you know, some haunted manor yeah. wherever in I th- I think Britain. It, and it's like, they just. Yeah, I, th- I think what helps with it as well, like uh, going off the media aspect, I mean, uh, what's, uh, what is it? The Woman in Black, I think it is. That's another. You know, that's another great haunting one. I mean, the movie's kind of there. But the premise office is good. It's an old... um, What's the word? Elizabethan architecture-style house. You know, the Victorian clothing. You know, the strong, creepy British accent as well. (laughs) There's a lot that kind of play into it in that aspect. Yeah, I think one thing we can own is... Well, chronologically, I mean, it dates back further than our spooky stuff as well. I mean, yeah. we have the the superstitions and, and stories from indigenous peoples, but really our time here didn't really start until, you know, Mayflower came up. But, like, Britain, like, y'all been there for a long-ass uh-huh. time. I mean, what year did I mention? So it's like that stuff does, it, it can have a tendency to date back a little bit further, so it just kind of makes it a little bit yeah, I mean, me. yeah, This the first house of Longleat was destroyed by fire in 1567. Yeah, it's like, just, I, I think of that period of time, like, between, like, the 1500s and 1700s, and it's just creepy. Yeah. No, it doesn't matter what happens, it's just, that's Yeah, creepy. it is, it <laughs> is. Um, it was, in, I don't know if I'm correct in saying this, but it was kind of like, in some sense, I may be completely wrong in saying this, but in some sense, it is kind of like the, like a Wild West version, just extremely posh. Like nobody really. I mean, they upheld their reputation in a way, but also didn't really give a shit behind closed doors. Like, but I kind of feel like it was the same for everywhere, really, at the time. You know, like, you couldn't get away with half of the stuff now. Let's put it that way. No. I would love, I mean, I, I can not wait for you guys to come visit because, like, I just think that we should do just a, not even, it doesn't even have to be cross country, but just a general coastal tour of our spooky place. Honestly, our, I this was. This place is spooky as fuck. I, I was going to say the the anniversary that me and Alan celebrated before my son was born, we went to Savannah, Georgia, and. That is the most haunted place in America. Yeah. And yeah. we did we did a haunted we did a haunted tour and I mean of course it was very theatrical, you know, for the tourists. Yeah. But I mean honestly the place itself, you, you do get a very spooky vibe and when you're there hanging out at night, it's you know, and 
I, but I, I, I'm into that shit. I, I got married fairly yeah. closely to Halloween for a reason, so. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I don't remember why I was looking it up, but I, I at one point I was Googling the most haunted places in America, and Savannah is, it's literally number one. Really? Spoopy in shit. In terms of cities. Spoopy shit. I want to take these boys to Salem. Yes. Massachusetts. Yes. There's... There's a lot of spooky shit here in North Carolina alone because I mean North Carolina, if I recall correctly, was one of the original of the thirteen mm-hmm. colonies, mm-hmm. I believe. Mm-hmm. So this North Carolina goes way back. Nice. There's the whole Ro or the Croatoan thing here. Yep. With the vanishing colony. There's there's a lot. It seems wait, wait like say that say that name coast. say that again. I... Croatoan. Yes, yes, yeah. That, yeah, I have heard of that one. The Roanoke yep, Colony. Yep. Mm-hmm. yep. There, it's, there's like a lot on the coast, and it seems like there's a lot in our mountain area. Doesn't seem like there's a whole hell of a lot here in the middle. I mean, Fayetteville has some shit, but it seems like our, our most spookiest areas are the, either the coast or the mountains. No in between. I mean, fucking Blackbeard settled in North Carolina yeah. before he died. Damn. Like one of the most notorious pirates ever. He ended up in Bath. Wow. And then I, I think if I remember correctly, he was found and they executed him. Very I, 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 near to Bath. I want to say yes. Either he was executed or it's presumed that he died. I don't remember which. I mean, as a pirate, you can imagine if he was found, he was going to be executed either way. <laughs> if, yeah. he, if he was found. Yeah. And then we've got... I would love to go back to Biltmore Estate. I've never that's, been. That's our equivalent. You what? I've never fucking that's been. Like, that's that's North Carolina's <clears throat> equivalent of like a haunted British manor. Mm, nice. I think it's it's one of the largest privately owned estates in the world. Wow. Just it's beautiful. It's a gargantuan mansion. It was built by the um, Vanderbilts. Who back in the day they were in cahoots with Rockefellers, all, all the big, mm. you know, wealthy families. Yeah, and that place is haunted as fuck. <laughs> I think. Like, I just have a thought. I think what what helps also doesn't help in uh, uh, British manor homes being supposedly haunted and creepy and whatever. It's the portraits that do hang around some of these manor homes. Oh, oh yeah, my God. God. I mean, don't get me wrong. They're exquisite pieces. I mean, the, the painters at the time must have had a lot of patience and, and whatever, and they are amazing. But you're walking around they one creepy. of these... Yeah, you're walking around one of these fuckers at night time and you've got a little lantern and you turn and you just got this face on a portrait right there. You, that is going to literally scare the shit out of you. So that doesn't help. Um... I'm telling you right now, I, I talk a big game about spooky shit, but you will not catch me in one of those British manners. <laughs> ever. 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 Wow. Now, I, w- I would love to to, to to go to one for sure, if I can get down to the Longleat one, or just... Uh, have we got one near us? Supposedly the one that's literally just up the road from us, it's just on the way out of the village and it's just a five minute walk for me. Supposedly that's meant to be haunted as well as UFO sightings, I must state. People have reported seeing a UFO literally over the top of the house. Um, I might actually start might look into that actually. But anyway, um, yeah, I think it's become more of a stereotype as well for a lot of 
English man at home is to be like, oh, it's haunted. Like, it's just a thing. Um, but like I said, I, I'm a slut for paranormal and ghosts anyway. I'm, I'm all over it. Like, I love it. Yeah. The I think, Others. I think was that a British a of... house? Sorry, sorry. What I house? believe so. Which house, Jess? The, that, that house in the movie The Others with Nicole Kidman where it's like, everyone's ghosts but we don't know it till you probably didn't see it because you don't watch anything but like she finds out at the end that everyone's dead and they're actually ghosts so oh she finds out she's i want to say that let me let me have a look she finds out she's the one that that, kills her own children it's wild yeah that's that's another one of those manor movies it just i i think it's just any old really old building like centuries old building people just it's just go, creepy. It's got to be haunted. Yeah. And the way they're portrayed as, you know, yeah. being able to possess people. Like, even here with, um, oh, God, Amber, what's that? Um, the Amityville house. Uh, um, well, I mean, it was, the movies were called the Amityville Horror, but yeah, the, but the guy, he woke up in the middle of the night possessed by the house, so to speak, and he killed his entire family with a shotgun. I think it was one of the sons, wasn't it? And then, or was it the dad? I can't anyway, fucking remember. Yeah, killed the entire fucking family, yeah. said the house possessed him. So, do we think that houses can possess people? Um, I kind of do. I don't know if I believe that the house itself can. I no, think it's, it's whatever it's is resting in the house. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah, the, yeah. the, the others, yeah. uh, family locations, um, was, yeah, Penhurst, Kent, England, UK. Yeah. Yeah, that was one that when I was a kid, that's... Majority of the filming, though, was out. also done in Spain. Huh. Well, that's like, I think I'm pretty sure I just saw that Bly Manor was filmed in Washington. Yeah, probably. Like, our Washington. Well, yeah, we don't have a Washington. <laughs> I, I, how am I supposed to know? I don't live well, to there. To be fair, I was quite surprised to see a lot of the places just just north of you. Like, a lot of the places up there are UK names, but that's mostly because we tried to colonize you guys anyway. Original 13 colonies, baby. What is Amber? Amber, we know Amber, we know you. No. <laughs> I was trying to fix the thing. I was trying to do it all sly, but apparently not. No, you really know. We literally just motorboated your, your tits. <laughs> and you can find God. more of that on our Patreon. <laughs> when the boys get here, we have got to take them to the coast. We've got what to the take fuck them you to gonna Asheville. Say? Asheville is... Sorry, what about the hell? I wouldn't what? We were just talking about motorboating Amber, and then you were like, we have got to get the boys to do I was like, what? Whoa, whoa, what the fuck? Sorry, carry on. Well, duh, that's going to happen. Hello, Jar. <laughs> that's how I'm going to say hello. Just come on in. Where's my fucking suitcase? Where's my fucking... <laughs> Isn't... Is Grandfather Mountain haunted? I... Probably. We'll, I would believe it. It's fine. I... I honestly would believe it. The, the only reason why I say this, my last round with Grandfather Mountain, I had the most horrible time. I had anxiety attacks the entire way up the mountain because driving up the mountainside, I just, I got fucking, it just, it, it fucked me up. It just it fucked me up. <laughs> it's a spooky feeling in the Grandfather Mountain area, so no, I would not doubt if it had some spook shit. Bitch. <laughs> okay. 
when I was eight, I think, seven or eight, my family took a trip to Asheville. Okay, this was the trip of trips. <laughs> this was the, like, absolute chaos of all family trips you could think of, okay? Because Eric Rudolph, Eric motherfucking Rudolph, the Olympic Park bomber, was loose <laughs> in Asheville, in this same area that we had gotten a cabin in, like, he was believed to be fleeing and hiding in the woods somewhere in that general area. Yikes. And in this, on the same token, we're sitting there one night, you know, as a family, on our family mountain trip, watching TV, JFK Jr.'s plane is missing. It's just, like, all of this shit at one time. Like, there's, there's a bomber, there is a terrorist in the woods <laughs> fleeing from the police. And JFK Jr.'s plane has disappeared out of the sky. How have you never shared this story before? <laughs> oh, and a bear came up to our cabin. I mean, to be fair, you guys have alligators <laughs> nice. walking through your backyard, so I, I'm, that doesn't surprise me. That's Florida. No, we do not. <laughs> it's a stereotype from America. I'm just covering all that. That no, do not do don't do associate not. Florida do not. with the rest of us. Do not First, stereotype I think that's a trigger. America. I think I've just found that trigger based on Florida. Florida is not part of America. We are literally one incident away from sawing those motherfuckers <laughs> off and sending them out into the Atlantic. Okay, that'd be like stereotyping all of Britain based on Ryan. True. You're not far off, actually. <laughs> actually, no. no I don't. No, no, I'm speak, thinking of some of our legends now. Yeah. No, just... But, yeah. Florida's that wonky boys. little growth that we have that we just haven't <laughs> cut off yet. We have just keep putting off. Every time we go to the doctor, we forget to mention it. That's, that's what the fuck Florida is. Listen, my favorite Florida story is about the woman who got pulled over and arrested for driving erratically because she was shaving her coochie while she was driving down the road. And her reason was that she was on her way to a date. I was like, that would be me probably. Sounds legit. <laughs> so you just said that would be you, but yeah, yet I'm not allowed to compare Florida to you? <laughs> no. No. You don't live here? You've not been to Florida. I've been to Florida. You've not experienced it. When? Whoa, I went to Disneyland. You've been to America? To Disneyland, yeah. Yeah, I went. Yeah, I went. That doesn't count. I st I st Disney World <laughs> is... I stayed in Florida for two Disney weeks. Disney World is precisely that. It's a world. Yeah. No, I, <laughs> you know, I've been, to, I've been to the States. I was, I was there for two weeks. Oh, and you didn't come see me and Amber. It's cool. It's fine. I was anyway, 13. So, um, so... <laughs> Have you you should have known we were going to be us. friends. I've known you for three... Right? This is what it's like arguing with women. Stop. Okay. So, America bucket list. Um, we'll go to Asheville. We'll go to Bath. We'll go to Salem. What else is spooky, Amber? Savannah. Savannah. Do you have any anything like haunted, like notorious in Australia, Dougie? Right? I've been waiting. Dougie, chip in, bro. Come on. Um, uh, you guys are literally an island um, full of he prisoners. Can't, he can't lie offhand because he's not from Australia because Australia isn't real. <laughs> Got somebody in his earpiece. Well, we actually have... Um, Fremantle Prison is a haunted, Is that the haunted original? Location, and they do tours there. 
This man said prison, and I immediately peeked. That's like, what's that prison called in San Francisco? Alcatraz? Yeah. Yeah. Ow. Yeah, but this is right in the middle of the city. Ooh. Is it the original prison? You know what I mean? Yeah. <gasps> it is? It's the, it's the, it's the OG? Yeah. What, what original prison? I'm confused. Catch me up. Ryan, Australia itself is a prison island. Is it? Well, it's one of the it's an old one of the oldest. Hang on, let me just quickly. Google. Australia started because British people to get punished would be sent to Australia for imprisonment. Oh. And then the story goes, while they were there, they drank in such excess that their dialect and accent got diluted. Because they were drunk all the time. Which is why you guys kind of sound alike, but not exactly. Okay, so... How uneducated am I? A lot. I never, I never, yes. I never knew that. Like, I heard this... Stere- Australia I heard this, is literally a prison island. I heard island. the stereotype that Australia was built on nothing but convicts and whatever, but I was like, what the fuck? Like, no. And But now... Oh. Yeah, I mentioned... Uh, what was it, season one or so, season two, where I had mentioned the little factoid that the the dialects are the same but yeah. also different because the prisoners, they had nothing better to do here than drink excessively. Mm. Okay, so, so... the accent got weird. Fremantle Prison was uh, built between 1852 and 1859. I would love to go there. Wow. And... Nearly 10,000 convicts passed through the establishment between 1850 and 1868. And when was Australia established? Uh, well, about 1788. That was the got East it, Coast. They first landed... Well, yeah. First, uh, 1786, but the main group was 1788. So it wasn't it wasn't even a thing for that long before they started sending prisoners here. Uh, because you said eighteen fifty something for the prison. That was WA prison. The convicts were for, were right from the day dot. Wow. So the the when they started settling the East Coast in the seventeen hundreds, those were prisoners too. Yeah, there was okay colonists as well as prisoners. Wow, imagine getting in trouble in your home country and they're like, well, we're shipping you off to this island. Thousands of yeah. miles away. In the middle of nowhere. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And there's literally the, the worst, deadliest creatures you can think of are there. It's all right. Cause yeah. It's all right, because there's plenty of blue, booze and plenty of sun, so you'll be all right. <laughs> I'll have to find that article I saw about the about the dialect, but I did think that was interesting. They just were drunk all the time, and it just eventually passed down. Generations. So next time a British guy gets overly drunk, they're going to sound like an Australian. I'm going to try it. <laughs> so Fremantle Prison was decommissioned in 91. Is it is it still there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's tour. It's huge. Oh, you said they offer tours. Okay, yeah. 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 You said they offer tours. Okay. Wow. 
So. Oh my god, I would love yeah, to go to that. Fuck? I had no idea the OG prison was still there. Built from I limestone. did honestly. So. Honestly, I didn't even I didn't even know there was an actual building. I I thought they were just sending prisoners there to just die. No, they still have like here some you know. of the just send them here. Bye yeah, bye. just good luck. <laughs> um, Figure it like out. Like some You're of the early prisons anymore. were actually like the jail cells were in trees. They were that trees were that big. Um, I think it's the Boab tree. Let me just check that. These motherfuckers. I thought they were just sending British people here. Like, yeah, yeah. There's spiders the size of Buicks here. Good luck. <laughs> Ryan, put yep. your feet up. <laughs> there you go. Fuck you. <laughs> Any mention of? I don't think I can visit Australia, Dougie. I'm sorry. I, I would. Yeah, love, y'all, I, y'all got some fuck oh, shit, on. man. Babe. I would it, love to go is, to that that one area from that movie that Robin Wright Penn was in. What was it called? It was like so beautiful. I'd love to see that, but I just y'all wild. Look, I just want to go down. Eat some seafood and then leave. I'm I'm trying to remember where this place was in this movie. It was just beautiful. Just beautiful. Yeah, there would not be even a hint of a huntsman spider in that area. I can't remember what it was called though. God Ugh. Why does that just and you know, as Americans we see huntsman spiders and we're like Ugh! And then Dougie's like, oh, it's fine. Just get a broom and just brush them out the house. It's the size of Rex. Let him, let him eat your mice. Think of a spider the size of Rex. That's goddamn terrifying. Chihuahua. At okay. least. I just sent a picture to the group chat. That's a boab tree. And that's actually was a prison cell. That's a cell? Whoa. Yeah. Oh, God. What the fuck were they? Keebler elves? <laughs> Jess, that is huge. It's not small. But they're like living, living in a I'm tree. Not saying, I'm not saying it's small, but they're living in a fucking tree, Dougie. That is um, really impressive. The diameter of that is 48 feet. Whoa. You know what, though? It's not about size. It's just about the conditions. Like living in a tree, you are a cute No, they okay, weren't living in the tree. You... They just utilized it at the time as a prison cell. It was easy yeah. to put bars on it. Because there's no other way out. Yeah. And keep him the fuck in there. I mean, yeah, I yeah. get it, but this is also kind of fulfilling my treehouse wishes. <laughs> I never got a treehouse as a kid. <laughs> well, now you can actually have a treehouse. I'm tree just house. kind of a mad. Like, it seems, it seems idyllic, but at the same time, it is Australia, so you do have to wonder what kind of creatures are inside of it. Would have gotten in there, yeah. Can we please stop talking about bugs? Oh. All sorts. <laughs> All of them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You don't have to worry about that when you come to America. Our spiders are regular sized. Oh, we have regular size as well. Sized. They're oh, the I'm sure you do, but you the also ones you've have got to worry about. spiders. The big ones are fine. No. <laughs> I would not want to see The big it. ones won't kill you. That's a singular a statement. Bit, no, period. I'm very small ones I don't you. give I'm a fuck. If if I can't kill it without there being some sort of sound of bones uh, breaking, <laughs> here's the thing. It's a problem. Here's the thing. I can't even fucking kill it. I have to call Alan because if I no no if I hear or feel that crunch, uh, I'm yes no I'm throwing up. 
that's it. Yes. No, I'm going to throw up. It doesn't matter what kind of bug it is. I can't do it because of the crunch. I don't like this conversation. Because of the crunch. And then you see these big ass huntsman spiders, and it's like, what kind of sound must A that fucking car crash by the sound. I don't want to know. It's so big. It's so big. Does it scream? It probably <laughs> bounces back. I, was, I mean, it probably puts its fucking feelers up like little swords. I was gaming one night and had one run down my arm. Fuck off. Oh, no. <gasps> Were you with me? No, no, I was with some <laughs> others. And um, I was just sitting there and it's like, oh, oh, hang on a minute. I've just got to go put this spider outside. <laughs> Why are you grabbing your tits? She's doing it for comfort. I get it. I get it. Okay. And, yeah, I, it was, I didn't have a problem with it. It's, they are harmless. Like... If threatened, I, they'll bite you and you might get a little pain in that, localised pain in that area. Oh, just a little pain? Just a little, then, yeah, it's, they're harmless. They are. They will... No. Duh. They will not attack you. I you, don't care! <laughs> they have no business looking like that and I being that care. goddamn big, Dougie. That's our point. He was only about that big. That's so oh, big. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jess just turned to me Dougie, for a second. Dougie <laughs> holding up his big ass hand, talking about it's only this big. Right? <laughs> if there is a God and he wanted to give us a preview of hell on Earth, it is Australia. <laughs> I don't care if your monster beasts are harmless or not. I don't like looking at them. I don't like them existing. Dougie's, Dougie's going to come over here and he's going to see a snake and he's going to be like one of those weirdos who knows a snake by its colors and, you know, he's like, oh, oh, no, it's harmless. And No, chop its head off with a motherfucking <laughs> shovel right now. Okay, I'm not that bad about snakes. If I, yeah, same, honestly. Yeah, like, I if I can... Them. I don't care. Like, if I can, like, get a good look at the head, I can pretty much tell you if it's poisonous or not some some danger I mean, noodles some aren't danger noodles yeah, i've gotten pretty good snakes killing. are the devil's snakes are the devil's animal amber read the bible thanks yeah, <laughs> a good good sort of welcome to australia is i went to the go have a shower one morning pulled the curtain back and there was a snake in my bathtub <laughs> No, no, no. How no. The fuck See, does that happen? It's only not, about two foot long. It's only a little one. I'm not gonna kill a snake, <laughs> but I don't want it in my area. Like, it, you know what? If you're, you're just existing, just go about your business. I don't care if you're harmless or not. I just don't want to see you. I don't want to deal with you. Go away. I'm not gonna kill him, but I would just rather not be around him. I've 100% had to learn how to take care of snakes myself because my husband. Ain't gonna do it. Ain't. So you have a wife? Yep. <laughs> he, will shoot, he will shoot aimlessly at it with his pistol, and that's about it. But that's not how to effectively kill a snake. So if one comes in the yard and it's dangerous, he'll just say, honey, and I go out and take care of it, and I come back in the house. I hope there is never a snake in my yard because I've seen one too many vi videos of these dogs 
encountering snakes and they pick them up and just start just slinging them around and just mm-hmm. throwing them like no <laughs> um, of we get no. a lot of bobtails blue tongue lizards and um just a lizard bro yeah um they generally if you've got <laughs> if you've got bobtails around you're going to have less snakes around but my problem was um my dog loved to play with the blue tongues, so I was quite often trying to save them, get them out of my yard because of my dog. What do you mean the lizards handle the snakes? The lizard killed the snake. He's about to send us how, another fucked up animal. How big it's, are these lizards? No, no, no. They go in, I'm pretty sure they go in and um, eat the eggs. Gulston. I like how this started out as a paranormal they're, urban legend and now we've gone right into <laughs> the history of Australia, bugs, snakes, and you fucking name it. To be fair, this started as dream interpretation. It did. Welcome to Jar, everybody. Then we took we, a, we, one thing next to the other. <laughs> then we took a dip into the Grey Lady and now we are go. here. I'm honestly just trying to pass time until it's time to go ghost hunting. Oh, Uh, uh, that's, uh, I mean, that's weird, but. I can, I can deal without the tongue, but the rest of it actually looks kind of cute. Yeah. They're generally probably from tip finger. They can get about that big. That's pretty cool. Wait, whoa. So. But I mean, they're harmless to. to, Oh, if I latch on, they'll hurt. I don't mind lizards. I actually this this new house is just completely new experiences for me. I you know there are so many lizards here. I've had so many spiders. It just <laughs> I we never had spiders at our old house. I don't know what that was about. There were never ever spiders. But there are like I don't know if it's cuz the garage or that there's an attic, but there, there were times when I was scared to open up some of the boxes unpacking because a couple of times I opened a box and I remember that. there's a spider. <laughs> yeah. you. I mean, you would think I'd be a little desensitized to it because my house before the old house was very old, built in like the 50s, like super old house, and these spiders were the size of the palm of your hand. I'm just like, whatever, it's fine. But yeah, I hadn't dealt with spiders in six and a half years, and then I get here, and we've got our boxes in the garage to be unpacked, and bring one in, and there's just a spider in the bottom waiting for me. And lizards, that's never been a problem in either of my previous houses, but when it gets warm, we've got lizards that somehow get inside from time to time. And I, I love lizards. I think they are so cute. I think they're so adorable. They're so small. But I don't like how shifty they are. <laughs> they are very fast. They they move on at the drop. Like the just no. We don't appreciate I, I don't, unpredictability. Like, exactly, exactly. I don't appreciate unpredictability. I don't appreciate shiftiness. I don't appreciate something that can outrun me. <laughs> and I don't want to touch them. I don't. You're all talking them. about like your crazy but ass like wildlife and whatever. I'm just thinking what we've got in the UK, and I'm like. Man, that's depressing. <laughs> we got nada. <laughs> Do you have spiders? Y- yes, but nothing like the crazy. Do you have lizards? 
don't know. We've got a couple. We've got you three don't... kinds of snakes. I know that much. All of which are harmless. Yeah. Uh, I'm. Here we go with the harmless snakes again. Read the fucking Bible, Ryan. No, but I'm talking like I'm talking like grass snakes and water snakes. Like literally, will not attack you. Uh, my only there's never in history been a harmless my, snake. My only encounter with a snake, I was fishing and literally a water snake literally went by like by my feet and just carried on its way. I was like, all right, cool. That's an eel. It was a snake, wasn't it? We don't have eels, I don't think. Here's me trying to educate myself on the UK, and I don't even fucking Which, know I mean, it myself. Have, I'm not even going to. We have water so moccasins, Jess, so that's kind of. Yeah. Yeah. We don't say. I mean, it's not water snakes. Um, so you don't have the cute little green lizards that like change color to like camouflage, and they have the throats whenever they breathe. It's Chameleons. like a red little bubble under their chin. No. Well, I mean, are they? No. no. I don't know if they're called chameleons. I, no. I wouldn't know whether Chameleon. we. They're just. They're just these. There's just these little green little lizards, and they'll. I mean, usually they typically change from like green to brown, and that's. I I, I, yeah. I I wouldn't know um, whether we whether we do have those or not. Um. And you can pick them up, and when they open their mouth, you can like put it up against your ear and they'll oh, yeah. put it down on your ear, and you can wear them like earrings. Yeah, I've never done that, but apparently that is a very country boy thing to do around here. I never, I never got to do them because my. My, my my dog Brittany growing up, she did the thing that Jess was kind of talking about earlier with snakes, where she would get a hold of them and then just kind of play with them, and then we would just have dead lizards on the porch, and we're like, oh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah. I had a friend who his kid liked to do that with the lizards. He'd pick them up and clamp them onto his ear and wear them like I'm like you're fucking weird Jesus. I could never first of all I'm not picking up a fucking lizard okay. I don't have a problem with it like I've picked Second up all, quite a few blue tongues they're shifty that's why I won't pick them up because I don't want to pick one up and then it's like <laughs> just up my arm like where'd it go I, no, I, remember, I, I remember having to get one out of a shop in Balladu, which is just north of us. I was doing a delivery up there. And, um, yeah, we were chasing it, chasing it around the shop. And I got hold of him, was carrying him outside. Thankfully, we got outside when it did its whole shit itself to try and throw off the predator. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man, that stunk so bad. Nasty. <laughs> I was <just> like, oh. <laughs> I'm glad I wasn't... Holding it over top of me, I was holding behind the head over the body, right? Just so he couldn't turn his head on me. But yeah, I, had... I was like, you, know, you really, you didn't need to do that. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to help you. Imagine being a person and you're being pursued, and like mid chase, you just like squat in someone's yard, and you're like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna take, take a shit, shit real shit quick. That'll <laughs> throw him off. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> throw him off the scent. No, but. Charles loves it when we find lizards at this house. Like I, I'm like Charles, you gotta come in here right now and get this lizard. There's there's a lizard hanging out in the foyer. You gotta come get it. I can't deal. He'll come in there and he'll just pick it up. He'll be like, hey little buddy, did you get lost? Let's take you back to your home. Oh, <laughs> he just takes it outside and puts it on a tree, and that's that. Yep. Or he'll hang out with it. He'll just hold it in his hand and just pet it for a while. Hey little buddy, what are you doing in here? <laughs> 
Sorry, Charles. Uh, Charles is not selling that. Say, Charles is nothing like that. But see, like, like was, he doesn't I could, sound like that. I could just like picture that. him doing that, though. Yeah, I could. I was about to say he doesn't sound like that, but the context of the conversation that he would have with the lizard is that exactly. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I could just see Charles doing that <laughs> in his and in his voice. Yeah. I moved him to the city, but Charles is still a country boy at heart. So. Oh, God. Well, mm. I think that'll do it. We'll move to video chat for now because it's almost time to go ghost. Well, we still have about an hour, but it's time to go funny. And we've gone so long. We're an hour and 20. Spoopy shit. Spoopy shit. Mm. See, Amber cut yeah. out just then, so all I got was oopy shit. Yeah, all I got was oopy shit. shit. Yeah, all I got was oopy. Spoopy shit. Spoopy shit. <laughs> Okay, well, we will see you guys next week. We'll see you next week. Yep, catch you later. Bye.